I'm not gloomy, said the first voice. I'm honest. I crept closer. Soon, I was just beneath the window. Vines covered the side of the cottage. Using the vines for support, I lifted my head to peek over the windowsill. I couldn't believe what I saw. Chapter 2 Cheese Inside the cottage stood a pudgy old man. He was holding a smooth stick. Bursts of green light were coming from the stick. Magic, I thought. The man was wearing a brown robe and a soft hat. The hat was pointed. Two mice were sitting in the rim. The mice and the man were staring at a big rock that sat on the table in front of him. All that was odd enough. Then I noticed something even odder. On the far side of the table, sitting in a little armchair, was the fattest toad I had ever seen. He looked like a mud ball with warts. But even that wasn't the oddest thing. The oddest thing was that the toad was talking. I really don't think you're ready for this, he said. Don't be silly, said the man. I have prepared the spell very carefully. He pointed the smooth stick at the rock, then moved his left hand in a strange way. He began to hum. Suddenly, he waved the stick and shouted, Biggle, biggle, that's in the bed, free! A gust of wind blew past me. A cloud of green smoke filled the room. The man and the toad began to cough. When the smoke cleared, I saw spatters of green goo everywhere. And the stone had turned into a piece of cheese. Very ripe cheese by the smell of it. The mice began to cheer. Ew! cried the toad. That stinks. Oh, best barf muttered the man. The stone was supposed to turn into gold, not cheese. The toad hopped over to the cheese and sniffed at it. Just as I told you, you use too much fizzlewort. But why does it always have to be cheese? Because you like cheese more than you like gold. Also, I think it has something to do with the way you make your A sound. The mice giggled. The toad glared at them. Then it said, Anyway, before you worry too much about that spell, you should probably do something about the boy peeking through your window. I jumped up and tried to run away, but something grabbed my ankles. I crashed to the ground. Whatever was holding me got tighter. I looked at my feet. The cottage vines were tangled all around them. When I tried to crawl away, the vines started to climb my legs, moving like green snakes. The more I tried to escape, the tighter they got. Let me go, I cried. Let me go! The vines didn't let go. I heard a slight cough. Looking up, I saw the magician standing in the doorway. Please, I cried in horror. Please don't turn me into cheese. Chapter 3 Moon gobble. <laughs>
magician laughed. To my surprise, it was a nice laugh. Don't be silly. I'm not going to turn you into anything. But why were you spying on me? He narrowed his eyes. Did Foswat send you? I wasn't spying. I just came up to see who had moved into the cottage. Oh, let him go, said the toad, who was now sitting on the man's shoulder. The magician stepped closer. Waving his wand, he shouted, Eagle, Piggle, Finest, go let's him. Half the vines let go of my feet, but instead of sliding back to the cottage wall, they quickly wrapped around the old man's feet. Now you cut that out. The leaves shook a little, but the vines didn't move. The toad rolled its big eyes. I told you that god spell was only half finished. The magician sighed. Sorry, he said to me. We'll have to wait for sunset. The vines will let go once it gets dark. What kind of god spell doesn't work at night? muttered the toad. The magician ignored him. My name is Moongobble. Nodding toward his shoulder, he added, And this is my friend, Urk. I'm Edward. Moongobble reached down and helped me to my feet. Waiting for sundown gave us time to get to know each other. I told Moongobble about life in Pigbone. This didn't take long. Then, I said, why did you decide to move here? I needed a quiet place to practice my magic. He needs a lot of practice. This surprised me. Moongobble looked as if he had already had a long time to learn magic. Are you new at this? I asked. He smiled happily. Quite new. I've only been doing magic for two years. I thought this was very odd. Every grown-up I knew had had the same job for his whole life. What made you decide to become a magician? I asked. Moongobble smiled. Well, I used to be a shoemaker. I was having a hard time of it until a group of elves started to help me out. They did it in secret, of course, but I spied on them a few times. They were the ones who got me interested in magic. In fact, after a while, magic was all I could think about. The elves had been so good to me that I had enough money to live on. So I decided to close my shop and become a magician. I want to be the best magician ever. You've got a long way to go. The mice in Moongobble's hat giggled. I noticed now that there was a little door that they used to go in and out. I liked Moongobble. I wasn't sure how I felt about Urk. The sun began to set. The shadow of the mountains stretched over us. Fireflies came out, moving around us like little lost stars. The vines will let go soon, said Moongobble softly. He sounded almost sad. After a moment, he said, How would you like to be my helper, Edward? Would I get to learn magic? Moongobble shook his head. You must be an apprentice to learn magic. And I can't have an apprentice until... Well, I can't have an apprentice yet. Then what would I do? You could help me gather things I need for spells. We would have to go on trips, of course. We would go into the deep woods. Sometimes we would go into caves. It might be scary. I would love that, I shouted. Then I sighed. I'll have to ask Mother, though. I don't know if she will let me.
It's a paying job. A silver penny every day. I blinked. A penny was a lot of money in Pigbone, and Mother and I were very poor. That's different. Mother might say yes if I tell her that. Something tickled my ankles. I looked down. The vines were letting go of my feet. I have to hurry home, I said once I was free. Mother is going to be angry with me for being so late. Come back soon. I'll try. I had to convince Mother to let me work for Moongobble. Chapter Four: Helping Moongobble. Just as I expected, Mother was angry when I got home. Where have you been, Edward? Wait until you hear. There was a magician on the hill. He wants me to be his helper. He'll pay me a silver penny every day. Mother stared at me. Are you making this up? No, it's true. It's true. Oh, please let me do it. Mother scowled. I want to meet this magician before I say yes. The next morning, we climbed the hill to Moongobble's cottage, carrying some of Mother's freshly baked bread. Mother says you should always bring bread to a new neighbor. I had not known this, mostly because Moongobble was the first new neighbor we had ever had. Irk was squatting outside the cottage door. Good morning. Mother grabbed my arm. Did that toad just talk? Irk rolled his eyes. Why do people think a talking toad is so unusual?